to The Fulfilled Accountant, the podcast that teaches you how to actually enjoy your work as an accounting or finance professional and have a life. Learn the tools to live with less stress and feel fulfilled, happy, and valuable while also creating the success you desire in your career. If you're finished playing the game by outdated rules, you're in the right place. I'm your host, former accountant and multi-passionate entrepreneur turned life coach, Sarah Nemechek. Today, we're talking about play. It's so important to take time to actually play and have fun. And here's why. Last week, I took time to actually play and do things that were completely unproductive and pointless, except for the fact that I enjoyed them. I took time to knit little frogs and clothes for the frogs. You might have known that I'm a knitter, but what you probably didn't know is that I also think miniatures are super fun. But I never take the time to do anything with them because, well, why would I do that? That's not productive, right? I like to numb out when I'm tired or stressed by looking at miniatures or other little crafty things. I just scroll through on Pinterest or Instagram and go, oh, isn't this fun? This looks fun. Did you know that there are so many adorable little things that you can knit and sew in miniature? Not just for yourself or for a regular doll, but in little tiny size. So I have all this stuff saved and I look at all this, but I never do it because like I said, it just doesn't seem practical. It doesn't relate to my business. It doesn't serve my family directly. It's frivolous. And when would I have the time anyway? But last week, my husband was out of town. So I was spending extra time with my son and I was going through going, look at what I found on Pinterest or Instagram or whatever little thing I was looking at at the moment because he likes to look over my shoulder and see what I'm doing. And he also likes little tiny things. And he also loves stop motion videos where they come to life. So we spent hours on hours going down a little rabbit hole of looking at Instagram videos, Pinterest boards, projects, and ideas. And then several hours later and several dollars later, we had all of our little stuff and we started making things. And it was so much fun. So usually I knit and make like a sweater or a hat because I'm like, oh, this is productive and useful. I'll wear this sweater. This hat will keep me warm. And the work is usually kind of mindless and easy. So it just kind of falls into my day. But making tiny frogs and little sweaters and clothes and accessories for dolls, that takes some concentration because one, it's tiny and it's also new for my brain. So I have to really kind of focus and think about the things. But it's the kind of focusing that's really fun because I relax. I'm so into this thing that has nothing to do with anything except me having fun and doing something that I enjoy. Not to mention, it was fun to collaborate with my son and we tend to feed off of each other's enthusiasm and creativity. Now, what may surprise you is that I was still very productive last week during my work hours. So I spent tons of time playing with yarn, talking to my son, making things, but I wasn't spending time buffering with TV or scrolling social media, except for when we were actively searching for ideas and doing whatever else I tend to do when I'm avoiding my feelings or buffering, as we call it. So because I gave my brain the chance to create natural endorphins from fun, I was able to get more done when I was actually working. So while I was doing the fun stuff, I was actually turning off a lot of the, if you want to call it maybe more logical or serious, goal-oriented, pressure-driven parts of my life and my brain. And I just let myself go and have fun for the sake of fun in the moment. Even better, unplugging like that really got my brain moving in new directions. And then I had all these great ideas for my business and I had more energy and I was so excited to get back to work this week. It was so different, which is why we're here talking about 
play and hobbies and such today? Because how much time do you spend having fun and playing in ways that you feel joy? Where there's no end goal for you, no result that you're seeking. You're just having fun. And I don't mean how much time you spend playing with your kids or something that you aren't necessarily excited to do. I mean, there is playtime with my son that I'm like, seriously, you're playing. I'm miserable. (laughs) And I think that's okay. We don't have to enjoy everything. But how much are you doing for you simply because you want to do the thing? And before you answer that, let me share what I mean when I say the word play. Play is not something that's stressful. It can be intense. It can be focused, physically demanding, or mentally rigorous even. But it is all done because you want to do it, because it excites you and turns you on. It can look like exercise or art. It can involve food, toys, nature. Really anything can be turned into play if it's what you want it to be. And there can even be rules involved, but there are rules that support your creativity rather than rules that stifle you or make you not enjoy the activity. And like I said earlier, but I really want to drive this home, there is nothing in it for you except for the enjoyment or the thrill or whatever happy kind of good feeling you have from this activity. It's the ultimate form of self-care. So if you're listening and wondering what on earth I'm talking about, you aren't alone. Most adults don't spend much time at all on play. In fact, it feels somewhat foreign to a lot of us. We spend most of our time doing serious things with a purpose, like working for money so we can buy food, clothes, and take care of our families. The most fun that a lot of adults have is vegging out in front of a TV, reading a book, going out for drinks, or snagging a coveted nap. And there's nothing wrong with any of those activities, but they probably aren't nearly as fun as some other things that you could be doing with your time. And I don't want to like say, oh, but you have to go have the right kind of fun, but just examine what kind of fun are you having and are you really getting the right kind of benefit from that? Unfortunately, we do our routine of working, taking care of things, and then having these small sort of pleasures in life that aren't really getting us there over and over and over for years. So eventually, we kind of get out of the habit of making time for real fun and play. We think the only way to have fun is to go out for dinner or to have drinks with friends or to watch a movie. And those can all be fun, but I don't think of them as the type of fun that really gets those endorphins going for you. They're not the things that really just help you get out of your comfort zone and engage your brain in new ways. And honestly, the less that you play, the less that you're connecting and engaging in your social relationships. Like, do you joke around? Do you play and dance and sing and do silly things at home or with your friends? Or are you more pretty much all business because you only have like five minutes to see people each day? If you're not feeling all that fun stuff, this is really an important episode, I think. So what we tend to do is instead of playing and working on things for the sake of enjoying them, you work more. You tell yourself you don't have time for fun right now. You need to make more money first, earn the fun as a reward. You know, get your work done and then you can do the fun things. But when do you actually get work done ever as an adult? I know I'm always, I always have tons of stuff on my plate and I will always have a list of things to do until the day I die. So it's important to mix the fun in as you go. So let's talk about some other benefits of playtime for adults specifically. Like obviously playtime is important for kids and I think we don't give them nearly enough of it. But let's talk about us. Playing helps you decompress and manage your stress. Your brain literally releases endorphins when you have fun. 
which produces an instant feeling of well-being. And it's not a false sense of well-being like what you might get from a dopamine hit of sugar or alcohol or something of that nature. It's a much longer lasting, more useful, healthier shot of good feeling in your body and in your brain. If you've ever heard of or experienced runner's high, that's what I'm talking about. It just feels fabulous. Play is also a very natural way to learn and grow. Several studies have shown that kids learn best through play. And now we also know that adults learn well this way. Why do you think so many educational programs and incentive programs are gamified these days? Because it works. Anyone else addicted to their XP and streak on Duolingo? Play at both home and at work can help you improve your work performance. When you play, you feel less pressure. You let yourself be more creative. You solve problems in different ways. You experiment for the sake of trying new things and just seeing what happens. There's a lot more curiosity there. And doing that and just practicing that with a fun, non-pressured environment creates new neural pathways in your brain. And then you can repeat those things in other settings. So let's say you play with crafts at home. You learn a new way to do something like me learning how to knit. And then, you know, having gone from, I have no idea how to knit. I don't even know what these yarn things and needle things are to, oh my gosh, I can kind of do something to, oh my gosh, now I can read a pattern. Now I can do anything if I can have a pattern. Now I can design things and do things in my head. Like I'm building this kind of stack of skills and I'm building confidence and my self-esteem in this craft that I'm learning. Those feelings and those capabilities will spill over into all aspects of your life and definitely in your professional life. You'll be like, oh, I was able to learn these things because I was interested and motivated. What am I interested and motivated to do in my professional life? You'll take on tasks. You'll feel more like, oh, I probably am capable of something because I've now shown myself what I can do over here. I can probably do it over here. And it's just, it just kind of trickles and multiplies from there. And it can impact your relationships. When you play, you're more relaxed. It's easier to find common ground and connections with people. You laugh together. It just kind of brings down the barriers and it helps you connect and you create trust. Think about kids who meet on a playground and immediately start a conversation. They figure out how to play new games together. They call each other friends after only an hour. They're running around and they're like, they just figure things out, even though they may be completely different, have different backgrounds, be different ages all sorts of things. I see this with my son all the time and he is generally not the most social, but he gets on a playground and he connects with one kid and it's all over. He's like, this is awesome. And we can do that as adults too. And I think we forget that we have that ability a lot of times because we get so used to just what we're doing all the time and we aren't looking to connect and we don't think that we need the connection. We get everything we need from the internet, from our phones, from our computers. But getting out there and playing helps us actually keep those real life, real people connections alive. The culture that we operate in currently values being busy. It values productivity and achievement. It doesn't value rest, relaxation, fun, or creativity, especially if none of those are part of the means to an end. Our lives revolve around results, schedules, stress, and anxiety much more than they do around fun, rest, or imagination. We're always doing things that we think we should do or that we have to do, and we don't really have any energy left over to pursue anything simply for fun, just because we want to do it. We don't think that we should spend time on those things, right? 
And yet fun and play help you get where you want to go faster because hustle and grind stress and willpower really just slow you down and stop you from your full performance potential because they require your brain to operate one way all the time. There's no space for recharging, for trying new things, for failing even. You just have to go, go, go and create more and more and more, but doing the same thing over and over. And that gets stale and leads to burnout. So how do you create the time, space, comfort, and safety to play more in your daily life and work? And yes, I said safety because a lot of times it doesn't feel safe to take the time to play or have fun when you're busy and stressed and you have a lot of obligations. You're like, come on, play? Seriously? How the hell am I supposed to find time to do that? But it's so important to find that time. And I understand, like you probably feel like it is impossible to create this. So let's talk about where you can begin because that's the most important thing is just getting started. Because once you start, you start to find how it does work and it's you start to get these little wins and then you can move on to more wins and just kind of grow from there. But if you don't ever start, you won't ever get the wins that get you down the path of growth. So like I said, any change that you want to do, The keys are to start now and start small, because if you don't start small, you probably won't even start at all because there's so much pressure to do it right. There's so much perfectionism. So we'll just keep putting something off because we don't want to do it wrong. We don't want to look stupid. So could you take five minutes to maybe draw a little picture or even just close your eyes, imagine something new, like bring up a picture in your mind or tell yourself a little story or browse the internet in a different way. like. Look up something that you've been meaning to research, something that you were curious about just randomly. That's something, okay, just to be to be totally honest here, I learned how to make doll shoes this weekend. I found videos on YouTube. It's so cute. Like little tiny shoes made out of leather that you hand stitch. Will I do them? I hope someday. But it was just neat to be like, okay, this is available to me. I have now seen this thing and it is so cool and fun. Do I need to show what I do to someone? No, I'm ab- I absolutely am only showing some of my stuff to people because, yeah, I did make some stuff. I was like, well, this is kind of crooked and lopsided, but I'm going to do it again and again. And it's fun because I'm doing something that I enjoy and I'm going to keep doing it until I feel like it's really easy. So you don't have to share your play with anyone. Like you can do something totally alone. You can try things and not share it. Like I said, you know, I don't show all the things that I'm creating to someone because maybe they don't look as good as they should, but I can enjoy it myself. And when you can do it by yourself and you don't have the pressure of having to perform or show off or get approval from someone, you just have fun trying something new for you. And you're like, look, that still isn't helping me, Sarah. How about ask other people that you know in your real life? What do they do for fun? What are their hobbies? And then if it sounds kind of interesting or you're like, what? I don't understand. Ask them more questions. Like, why do they think it's fun? How did they get into it? What is how like when do they do it? How do they do it? Do they do it with other people? Whatever questions you have, they are probably really excited to talk to you about it. Or maybe, you know, someone who also would like to find a hobby or is just interested in trying new things and you could invite them to explore with you. My son and I explore all sorts of new hobbies together. Maybe you could invite your significant other, a friend, or even just someone at work. There's probably even something that you've been thinking about or had in the back of your mind that you thought would be fun to try. Maybe a hobby that you thought was interesting, but you could never see yourself doing it. 
Or maybe there's something that you used to enjoy doing, but you got out of it and you've been thinking, well, wouldn't it be interesting if I got back into it, but you always have a reason not to? That's precisely the thing for you to try right now. And if you're like, listen, this stuff like hobbies, they're not for me. I don't know how to do them. Let me tell you, my last business was teaching people to do, we might call them the lost handcrafts, like sewing, knitting, embroidery, things that actually used to be fairly common pastimes for humans, but now seem to scare the crap out of people to even try them. Mostly because, as they told me in classes, they were pretty sure they would suck at it. It would be hard. People would laugh at them. Their stuff would look bad. But guess what? Everyone that tried a class had fun. And during the class, you could see their bodies relax, their face relax, their voice even. And they would chat and talk and connect with other people in the class. And a lot of them came knowing no one else. And they just came by themselves to try this thing, met people from very different backgrounds, and they found ways to connect. They formed friendships. Business ideas were generated in these classes between people who had never met. Groups were formed outside of class. Like people were like, oh, do you live at this part of town? Well, let's get together to keep practicing what we learned here. It was so neat to watch this. And all of this came from them seeking out a way to have fun. And it was just for them. It wasn't for anyone else. It wasn't because they were trying to start a business. It wasn't because someone told them they had to do it. They just wanted to try something different. And it helped them be more of themselves. It helped them find new opportunities even. And they left with increased confidence and lots of courage to keep doing more. Like it was seriously so fun to see people come in having no clue how to sew, pick out fabric, sit down at a sewing machine, do some simple practice, and then make a bag that actually held stuff and didn't fall apart and walk out with their bag. They were so happy. So if you feel lonely, bored, unfulfilled, or like something's just sort of missing, work some playtime into your life. Pick up a hobby, revisit a hobby, and enjoy the opportunities that open for you. When you feel like you aren't being the person you want to be and you aren't doing the things that you want in your life, the easiest place to start changing is to add some playtime. It builds your confidence and it helps you see that you're able to be and do what you want and it will just grow from there. So here's to your active and engaged life full of play. Have a great week. Thanks for tuning in and remember to come back for more each week to keep your brain operating at its highest level so you can enjoy your accounting and finance career while also having a life you love. Want even more tips on living a life you love while feeling less stressed and more fulfilled in your accounting and finance work? Get on my email list where I share new perspectives every week. Seriously, I think you'll enjoy these emails. Sign up at the link in the show notes or by visiting my website at sarahnemachek.com. Music.